Good morning. I usually do a podcast on Mondays. Monday, I had a friend who was sick and I had to help them out. So that's what Monday was all about. And then I just decided to wait until today, the usual podcast day, to do the little update thing. Now, it's not a full thing because the actual podcast is coming next week because I did a podcast last week. But here's a little update. I received both spools of thread that I had ordered, a thread that I hadn't ever used before to compare with some of the other threads. And I've started using them a little bit. The spools are kind of small and I have kind of a heavy-duty juki machine, so I don't think I'm going to try to put them on my machine and sew by machine with these little bitty spools. But I think that by working by hand, I think I think that will, will give me an idea of whether or not I think they do good in the machine. I mean, obviously, there are, there are obvious things that you can tell about a thread just by looking at it. You know, if it's all fuzzy and it's going to shed a bunch of fibers or something and gunk up your machine, obviously, that's something you can tell. Um, but I've already started the comparison. I stitched up some really tiny little samples of each thread, including two other threads that I already had in my stash to compare on the, the same fabric, a little bitty. I sewed a little seam, kind of like a French seam or an enclosed seam, where you can get a feel for how strong the stitches made by these this thread are going to be, and also a little bit of top stitching so that you can see the threads um, against the background of the fabric. And I've done that with a white fabric, and I have... One white and three kind of off-white colors, I think. Um, I already had in my stash uh, 100% Guterman silk in cream, 100% cotton and Guterman in a color called natural, which the bows are both obviously off-white colors. Um, the Guterman sew-all in white uh, which is one of the things that I ordered and just received, and Orophil Egyptian cotton in a color called Champagne, which again is, is it's almost like not quite a really pale yellow, but not really a off-white. It's a very nice color, and it blends very nice into the white fabric, by the way. I didn't get the white, I think, because it was like quite a bit more expensive, and... I don't know if they were out of it or about to be out of it. But anyway, I, I got I got the champagne and I'm glad I did. At any rate, those are the four that I'm working on comparing right now. I mean, I have plenty of Coates and Clark in my in my stash to add that to the comparison. And um, I had yesterday or the day before, I thought of something that I should say to you guys in the update. And then Monday it didn't happen and Tuesday it didn't happen. So... Whatever that idea was, it's it's gone. <laughs> it had something to do with the thread, though. Maybe it was telling you guys that I had received the thread. Um, another idea that I might 
get into is I've started listening to this, um, these listening, I say listening, they're videos and they have visuals, but it's mostly a guy talking and, and showing like almost little slides of things um, about Lord of the Rings. And I've, I've loved reading Tolkien for years, years and years and years and years. And I started having some ideas, so I may start getting into that content a little bit. I'm thinking that will become my Monday thing, like a little short blurb about Tolkien. I mean, there's so much you could you could spend a lifetime reading. Not only, you know, like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff, but the Silmarillion or Unfinished Tales or the letters that they've indexed that he's he had a lot of correspondence with fans, apparently. Um, there's a rich history there. I, I've always been especially interested in Tom Bombadil. A lot of people are because he's he's sort of a mystery and he was written on purpose to be a mystery. But that's topic for another day. But I may do sort of a short thing on that on Monday to introduce a sort of a blog post or, or writing that I plan on doing about it. So I'm not going to make it real heavy about Tolkien, but but rather just do like a little blurb on Mondays along with my update stuff, I guess. I don't know. That was like an idea that just popped into my head today, and I'm testing that out. At any rate, we are on track for next Wednesday, absolutely 100% starting the investigation, if you will, into Thread. Um and hopefully it'll be a little more useful than the prokaryotes versus the eukaryotes. <laughs> but um, at any rate, um, like I said, 100% on track for that. I received the spools thread I had ordered so I could take a look at them. By the way, if you have a chance to get some orophil, you haven't had gotten orophil, I kind of think this is going to be like my new favorite, but it's kind of expensive. And that's another thing I'm going to compare is the price I've noted down. Because you get this spool. Orophil looks like it's going to be the biggest spool ever out of the... I mean, it's not really a big spool, but compared to the Guterman spools, it looks like massive. But it's the same amount. So the spool's thicker. You know, so that's another thing that I, you know think about a lot. You look at in the stores and you see this nice spool of thread and you go, wow. It may just be mostly spool. And I had a, a lesson on that and I may try to put that up uh, somewhere on the website. I posted it to Facebook already. But um, always read your labels. I was in the store looking for eye drops and there were these two boxes of store brand eye drops for allergy and they were exactly the same ingredients but they were competing with different name brand products you had name brand product a in a kind of a blue box with the store brand blue box next to it and then another you know store brand or not store brand name brand b and a kind of a pinky and red box with the store brand pink box next to it. So obviously the blue box was competing with product A and the pink box was competing with product B. But comparing the pink and the blue boxes of the store brand, 
their active ingredient was exactly the same and the same strength. Okay, there were two active ingredients listed. They were the same on each box. They matched up with the active ingredient in name brands A. I didn't really compare name brand B as much because mainly I was trying to compare the two store brands together to see what why. But they were the same active ingredients and the same strength. They had the same inactive ingredients and in the same order. So if um, the if you have a list of ingredients, the first ingredient listed is going to be what it contains the most. And a lot of times in in things like that, like drops or shampoos or something like water is the first ingredient. That's because there's the most water. So the thing that's the most is the first ingredient and the thing that's the least is the last ingredient, right? Okay, makes sense. Not only did each the pink and the blue store brand boxes have the same inactive ingredients, they were in the same order, which means they were in the same concentrations. There was no difference. Oh, and the boxes were the same weight or the same volume. They had the same amount. In other words, one didn't have more product than the other. But there was a $2 difference. And it only was because name brand A was significantly more than name brand B. So Blue Box competing with name brand A had to cost more than the Pink Box. And there was a $2 difference between the Pink and the Blue Box. And the only only difference was the color of the box. Only difference. So always read labels and that includes your thread. And especially includes your thread because you can't tell visually how much is on that spool because you don't know what the spool really is. Like you don't, you can't, you're, it's hidden from you how big the spool actually is until you start unwinding that thread and you start getting to the end of the spool. And then it's like, oh wow, yeah, that's a lot of spool. But anyway, I've kind of gone on. A little too long. I've got a bunch of stuff to do, more Tolkien stuff to consider, and more sewing to do with the new threads. I've got a project I'm working on, and I may, it's a little bit of a hand sewing thing. I may use the, um, some of the new threads for that. I don't know. I also have some cotton hand quilting thread from Coates and Clark's, deep in my stash. Not so deep. But anyway, there's there's something about that when you, you buy quilting thread. And there's Oh, that's a caveat I think I will tell you right up front that I didn't really think about. If you go to the store, and you in like Walmart or Joann's or anywhere, and you see quilting thread, like even in the Coates and Clark's, Coates and Clark's section. And, and this is what I've read somewhere, and I didn't really think about it. So do your own research. Or wait for mine, see if I can find this out for sure. But quilting thread, even if it doesn't say hand quilting on it, probably has a coating on it. Because you're making lots of little, little bitty stitches. So you're probably not going to want to ever put that through your machine. Because it's probably some kind of a waxy coating to help make it slide. It's got some kind of thread conditioner on it. That could gunk up your machine. So I kind of, I was thinking, I just, that just sort of popped in my mind when I talked about the hand quilting. I'll warn you about that. Be very careful about using quilting thread 
in your sewing machine, even if it doesn't say hand quilting on it, do a little research, see if you can find out if that particular brand has thread conditioner in it. And if it does, don't use it in your machine because you'll gunk up, gunk up your machine. And that may have been what killed one of my previous sewing machines now that I think about it. Or not killed it really, because but, but I seem to always have a problem with machines. They're so great for a little while. And then all of a sudden it's like, how come this isn't working as good? And it's like, it's it's me, isn't it? I did something, you know... But anyway, there's a warning for you because um, I want you guys to be successful and I, I want your sewing machines to live a long time and for you to sew many, many beautiful things. I hope you do if sewing's your thing. Um, but anyway, that's, that's the update. That's what's coming up. We're on track and I will hopefully, unless something weird happens, but hopefully it won't. Um, I'll talk to you on Monday. Ciao.